Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 11. If you're new here, you might want to go back and listen to the introduction episode so you can get the gist of what this podcast is all about and my hope for our time together. This is a place where we set everything down, read some scripture, and listen to what God might be trying to say to us through His Word. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars each day. If not, you have come to a great place to make that happen. These episodes are around 15 minutes and are guided reflections. As a reminder, I read from the New Living Translation because it sounds more like everyday English and it helps me to hear scripture in a new way. I hope it does the same for you. These sessions include periods of time for you to process what you heard, but if you need more time, just hit the pause button. And remember, not rushing is what makes this time with Him more beautiful. Let's get started by taking a deep breath, by releasing the stresses of the day, and by being still. Tell God what is keeping you up at night. What thoughts keep your mind swirling when all you need to do is rest? Holy Spirit, meet with us today in the quiet. Help us to find you in your word. Will you teach us about who you are instead of who we think you are? Change us today. Over the last two weeks, we've heard about the creation story, the fall of mankind, and Noah and the ark. We've seen God speak light into existence, create man from the dust of the ground, and promise to one day crush the head of the serpent that slithered alongside Eve 
to convince her to doubt God's goodness and his heart. We met Cain and his brother Abel and saw the ramifications of how our unwillingness to rule over the sin in our hearts hurts and destroys ourselves and those around us. We saw God restore man's hope in a serpent crusher through the birth of Seth and followed that hope through to Noah. We heard about the corruption of mankind and how it broke God's heart, and we saw a just God execute judgment on the wickedness of the earth through the destruction of His creation except for one righteous man, his family, and a whole bunch of animals. We ended last week with the fall of Noah, his curse on his son Ham, and his blessings on his son Shem. Ham birthed Canaan, and his people would become the Canaanites, which is important throughout the rest of the Bible. This week is an exciting week, so let's continue with Genesis chapter 11. At one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, Let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone, and tar was used for mortar. Then they said, Come, let's build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Look, he said, The people are united, and they speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. In that way, the Lord scattered them all over the world, and they stopped building the city. That's why the city is called Babel, because it's where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. This is the account of Shem's family. Two years after the great flood, when Shem was a hundred years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. After the birth of Arphaxad, Shem lived another 500 years and had other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad was 35 years old, he became the father of Shelah. After the birth of Shelah, Arphax lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah was 30 years old, he became the father of Eber. After the birth of Eber, Shelah lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber was 34 years old, he became the father of Peleg. After the birth of Peleg, Eber lived another 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg was 30 years old, he became the father of Ru. After the birth of Ru, Peleg lived another 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru was 32 years old, he became the father of Sarug. After the birth of Sarug, Ru lived another 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Sarug was 30 years old, he became the father of Nahor. After the birth of Nahor, Sarug lived another 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor was 29 years old, he became the father of Terah. After the birth of Terah, 
Nahor lived another 119 years and had other sons and daughters. After Terah was 70 years old, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran was the father of Lot. But Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, the land of his birth, while his father Terah was still living. Meanwhile, Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. Milcah and her sister Iscah were daughters of Nahor's brother Haran. But Sarah was unable to become pregnant and had no children. One day, Terah took his son Abram, his daughter-in-law Sarah, his son Abram's wife, and his grandson Lot, his son Haran's child, and moved away from Ur of the Chaldeans. He was headed for the land of Canaan, but they stopped at Haran and settled there. Terah lived for 205 years and died while still in Haran. May God bless the reading and hearing of His Word. In the beginning of the chapter, how do you think humans failed? What was God's response to that failure? Did you see Him moving? What does that tell you about His character? Is there a tower that you're building to glorify yourself, or is there something in your life that you worship more than God? Isaiah 42.8 tells us that God will not share His glory or His praise with another. How might you need to respond to Him today?
Triune God, oh, the depths of your riches, your wisdom, and your knowledge. How unsearchable are your judgments, and how inscrutable are your ways. We think our will is best, but we are always short-sighted. Forgive us when we've set out to glorify ourselves and give us the willingness to set aside our plans for yours. May our heart truly long for your will to be done on this earth, just as it is in heaven. Amen. Thanks for listening to this 11th episode of Coffee with Christ. If you like what we do here, please pass it along to your friends. I truly believe God's Word changes us. It changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. Have a wonderful day and join me tomorrow for our next episode.